0: magnum's a bottom
1: why did you text this to me first thing in the morning
0: we'll get into it
1: (laughs) i'd prefer not to
0: It's time to pup put pup podcast. Hello everyone, welcome to you. Activated my podcast, the Weekly Yu-Gi-Oh! Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy. And This week we are talking about season two, episode thirty-one. Lights, camera, duel. Camera. Can you
1: guess what the theme of this one is?
0: Is it? Is it thirty rock? Camera. Am I saying? God, that camera? would be a much Strange. better episode is this the episode where Liz Lemon finally does the crossover that the world has been needing
1: can you imagine Tracy Jordan in it with a dual disc on his arm (laughs) (laughs) that would be so good
0: he he would somehow find a way to break his arm while dueling (laughs) (laughs) Kenneth Uh, Parcell would be
1: like he would be the Tristan of the group Not not dueling he's just there
0: he would be the secret Pegasus. <laughs> Kenneth Parcell is. Uh, what's what's uh, shit? I'm already forgetting all the names. Uh, the bad guy's fake name that he comes up with. What's Merrick's fake name? Pseudonym.
1: Oh, Yamu.
0: N- Yamu. Namu. Namu. There it is. Namu. Kenneth Parcell is Namu.
1: <laughs> I like it. <laughs>
0: Uh, this week's, uh, uh, whole deal is movie stars.
1: Well, one movie star.
0: And they head to the hills, Beverly Hills, that is, movie stars and swimming pools. Swimming pools and movie stars?
1: Those are both things that can be found in Southern California, yes.
0: but You've seen, you've seen the Beverly Hillbillies. I have not. What? Jimmy, at some point, we need to do a bonus episode where On the we Beverly watch, Hillbillies? Where we watch the Beverly Hillbillies. Didn't that
1: come out in, like, the 70s? Uh,
0: let, me, let me find out. Uh, but the Beverly Hillbillies has maybe one of my favorite theme songs. It's not really even a song, I guess, but it's a, uh, it's a theme, an intro. It's my favorite intro of most television shows. Uh, yeah, it ran from 62 to 71.
1: Yeah, I don't, I haven't seen a whole lot of TV shows that came out like 20 years before I was born.
0: Oh man, no, I used to love the Beverly Hillbillies. I watched it like as a very young child, like too young, um, but I, I have very fond memories of hearing the words black gold, Texas, Texas tea. tea, that's the only Oil, part I know. That is. <sighs> oh, good shit. Um, this episode has a lot of stuff that we're going to get into that some some of which i love and some of which makes me deeply uncomfortable uh it's, but it's not that great it's not stellar <laughs> uh but before we do you had a couple of notes here that i want to make sure that we talk about would do you want to do you want to introduce me to what these two things are
1: yeah well since we mentioned this last week uh since mr peanut died unfortunately r.i.p. r.i.p mr peanut uh he has been reborn uh like christ <laughs> he has died and risen again and he is now baby nut
0: he is roasted indeed <laughs> okay i i have done a full media blackout on all of the big game commercials so please d- d- baptize me in the lore of baby nut
1: uh he just came <laughs> what back what a sentence he he just came back with the the Kool Aid man I think, um, and now he's just a baby. Wait, did the Kool
0: Aid man die?
1: He was at the funeral I think.
0: Oh Jesus! Okay, all right. So oh, so no. <laughs> oh no. So okay. So wait. So Mister Peanut.
1: They're, they're, the it's a very contrived thing where they killed off Mister Peanut. and They're like, "Oh, how sad, Mister Peanut's gone." Now they're trying sure. to like pull a Baby Yoda and bring him back as like a cute character that can be mm. like put in memes and stuff. Is, and is just completely shoehorned?
0: Is Baby Nut?
1: That is the hashtag they went with, by the way. Jesus That's not just me saying that. Fucking
0: Christ! Is Baby Nut the same? entity as mr peanut is this a is this a fully reborn mr peanut or is it son of peanut
1: it might i think it might be like a baby groot scenario where it's not quite the same guy but he's like a cutting
0: gotcha gotcha he he's he shares the dna memory
1: yeah wow now we're getting into a much D- different like scenario here where he's as like, is our one Assassin's bringing Creed. up Assassin's
0: Creed on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we have baby nut. Now. Yeah. <laughs> the so
1: they, um, in the commercial there, there's a bunch, there's a funeral and it's very sad. And there's, they, they got two more, um, celebrities there. They got Mr. Clean, <clears throat> They got Mr. Clean and the Kool-Aid Man at, to come to his funeral. Okay, and so not, ma- not
0: like real people celebrities. Like no. CGI... CGI mascots. monstrosities. Uh-huh.
1: And, um... Oh, yeah, and the, the Oscar Mayer Arena Mobile is there in solidarity. Was that the hearse? What? It's parked right behind the, the peanut mobile. Oh, <sighs> anyway huh
0: okay uh, all right
1: the kool-aid man cries a single tear and because and it falls to the the fresh earth of the grave and because he's a frickin peanut um, a peanut plant sprouts and there's a little baby peanut and he is reborn
0: uh... complete with top hat Oh okay. Sure, because why not? Yeah. Because why not? Because why, why not? I not?
1: I, hmm. It's baby nut.
0: It's baby nut. Why not?
1: Why nut? Well, I can think of a number of reasons. Um, But can you imagine, Tyler? So they pulled their punch here in bringing him back. Can you imagine uh-huh. if for the rest of the Planters Peanut Corporation's existence... Their packaging was just pure black with, and their mascot was like a little tombstone <laughs> <laughs> since they killed off their mascot. Can you imagine if they had done that? I. Now that huh. would be an epic Super Bowl commercial.
0: Yeah. The planters lore. There must be. This can't be the first. Time Our mascot's dead has... now. <laughs> yeah. Mourn for him. And like every every time you see Mister Peanut from now on is a flashback. Canonically, it's yeah. a prequel. Unless us <laughs> start the putting peanuts, baby nut prequel. on there. I don't know. There, I guess they have to right. They have to start putting. I can't. I'm. I'm so. I cannot keep saying baby nut. What? What is the other way? <laughs> nut Junior? No.
1: <laughs> little little peanut.
0: Little little peanut uh isn't that a jeff dunham puppet god probably no it's just that's just peanut i think anyway <sighs> okay well that's that's the that. wide
1: wide world of brands
0: Who oh boy uh you have another brand related I'm thing mu- here I'm that much I'm, more important actually...
1: and useful note here more netflix setting. You can now go into your account settings on Netflix and turn off frickin' autoplay of both episodes and or trailers. Finally. Finally! You can scroll through Netflix without having a new five-second thing blast you every time you, like, move the cursor.
0: Yep. Yep. Anyway, I was very
1: excited about that.
0: I am so excited for this, specifically because I happen to live with someone who likes true crime and horror and oh and you don't want to
1: like scroll through Netflix and see a new like murder every 2 seconds. Oh,
0: there was there was a 2 month period where the header that comes up when you first pull up Netflix, so not mm-hmm. even scrolling, but it was yeah. for like true horror stories from inside the women's correctional facility and it started and it was like Women like wailing and gnashing of teeth, sort of like Oh horrific scenes, because that's what the what the documentary is about. And I'm sure it's a good documentary, but like she was every stabbed
1: ta- fifty two times,
0: and and every time I opened Netflix, it sounded like a woman was actively dying in my house <laughs> for like two months. It sucked. It was the worst. And now I don't have to deal with that anymore.
1: Well, Netflix finally pulled their head out of their asses and let you turn that off. So um you should do that as soon as physically possible
0: oh yeah this this year i think is the year that i finally like just kind of reclaim my netflix account like i have to change it from dollars to pounds finally because i have been paying in dollars this whole time (coughs) which sucks uh and in order to do that i have to do this like weird thing where i guess i have to close my account for a little bit and open it back up which I think is just going to boot all of my family members from it. And I might as well change my password at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of giving them all a little... Get out like, here, freeloaders. Hey, uh, one week warning. Better, better watch The Good Place now while you can. Binge it. Also, The Good Place ended and I, I was very sad.
1: Yeah, I'm still like a season or two behind. But
0: yep. I'm excited. Yep. It is a very emotional ending.
1: I've heard it's good. I like that show.
0: Yeah. Oh, amazing show. Amazing. I I don't think it could have ended any different way. Like, I just feel weird about it ending. I don't, I didn't want it to.
1: Yeah. But it's always good when a show is able to end on its own terms. Instead of being drawn out for like season after season until it just like goes straight into the ground.
0: We're looking at you, Supernatural. And the freaking Simpsons. Yep. Yeah i i think when i get disney plus i might try the simpsons
1: yeah i mean it's a legendary I never show it.
0: i never watched it i saw like I never watched it either. parts of episodes here and there
1: yeah i wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid <laughs> bart simpson was disrespectful to authority
0: eat my he shorts said
1: he told people to eat his shorts you can't have kids it's not saying what you're that. supposed to
0: do with shorts uh Should we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh now? Let's now actually talk about, about
1: Yu-Gi-Oh on this Yu-Gi-Oh podcast. Let's talk about
0: Yu-Gi-Oh. It's time to did- 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 did discuss the episode. This episode, as I said, is episode 31 of season two. It's lights, camera, duel. Lights, camera, duel. Let me say it normally We're once. Saying it like that. Camera. It's just so. It has a good mouth feel. Camera. Camera. Indubitably. Uh, The translated title of this episode is amazing. The translated title from Japanese is Ninja Master Magnum Enters. Which is a whole jumble of words.
1: It's like that Twitter account, uh, Wikipedia articles that can be sung in the tune of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Ninja Master Magnum Enters. (laughs) (laughs) It can. It truly can. I love this. The summary of this episode is Before they arrive at the Battle City Finals, Mai is challenged by Hollywood star Jean-Claude Magnum, who plans to gain Mai's hand in marriage after he defeats her in a duel. Will her harpies be able to stand up against his ninjas?
1: It's that that classic, like, man versus man, man versus god, harpies versus ninjas. The classic (laughs)
0: trope. See, I first I first read this description, and I was taken back to the first time that I was taught how to play Magic: The Gathering. Have I told this story on the show?
1: I don't think so. Maybe you have. So
0: I, I, I was a a lonely child uh, so, sometimes um, because I didn't like my siblings because I was the oldest, and that's what you do as the oldest child. Uh, oh, and... hey, you
1: know who else was a lonely child? Me, because yeah, I have no yeah. siblings. So Yeah, I realized line. who I was
0: talking to as I was saying that. <laughs> so I, I went to the local there was like a local comic store that always seemed like that's where the stoners went. So I like never went there. But that's the where one the time bad I did, kids hang out. Yeah, yeah. And the one time I did go and hang out there, they were playing Magic the Gathering, and this guy taught me Magic the Gathering, and his deck was uh themed. And this was when I like really Kind of fell in love with this idea of a, a collectible card game. And his deck was Theemed themed around weed. Uh, I bet you could. Co- close. Uh, you probably could. It play was that green around... deck, am I right? <laughs> Wild growth, hey eh? um, so Put some blue in there so you can ninjas. play Fog Bank. Jesus. It was themed around ninjas and rocket launchers. <laughs> That was that's the great. whole thing. He was like, I just want to get as many ninjas out and give them as many rocket launchers as possible, and that's the deck's whole deal.
1: Really? What what uh rocket and launcher was, card was, really was it? Is it just called rocket launcher?
0: I think it was just called rocket launcher. Um, uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah. Rocket yep. launcher. Yep. Oh yeah, artifact. Revised edition. This was this was 20 years ago now Um, but yeah yeah, it's an artifact card
1: yeah it does one damage to any target that's not a whole lot for a rocket
0: yeah I don't remember I don't remember if it was any good probably wasn't
1: if it is used rocket launcher is destroyed at end of turn and you have to tap two to do one damage to any target that sucks
0: but that's the thing is you can build this deck and be like, "I have a deck that's about ninjas and rocket launchers." Yeah, and everyone, bar none, is going to be like, "Fuck yeah, man, Hell that's yeah. awesome!"
1: Yeah, that that kind of goal is not to like win; it's to have ninjas with rocket launchers.
0: Right, right, right. It is its own reward.
1: Yeah, it's like building a deck based on squirrels driving cars or something like that.
0: Which is a Are thing you, going you to win? can make in Magic <laughs> now. Magic is an amazing game. <laughs>
1: goal is not to win the goal is to have squirrels driving cars
0: right and that i think is the thing that's missing from Yu-Gi-Oh. still you can have themed decks that are like fun and good like i again love all of weevil underwood's decks i love all of Mai's decks um i love making a deck that is just about plant people growing themselves and like gardening each other um Ugh. but it's not but you have to you have to put a little bit more like interpretation into what's happening yeah. in the mechanics, right? In Magic, it's just like, does what it says on the tin, dude. I don't know what to tell you. That's a squirrel <laughs> driving a car right there.
1: I, I equip this squirrel to this car. That's a squirrel in a car. There you go.
0: Uh, but in this episode, we have ninjas doing ninja things and harpies doing harpy
1: things? They're harping on quite a bit. Oh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I walked into that one. So, yeah. Where do we start? With, with Mai's genius plan. Mai does have... Okay. So, the last episode ended with my driving through town and picking up these shitty kids, right? Yeah. Mai has become the soccer mom.
1: <laughs> She's the chaperone.
0: Uh, so... As, she's like a cool the, aunt. Yeah. Well and she's also the only one with a, like car, a car. So a volunteer like by at default.
1: like a youth center or something.
0: Like a camp counselor. Yes,
1: camp counselor Mai.
0: Uh so Camp Counselor Mai picks up the kids and they are driving to the stadium where the finals are being held. You know, the giant stadium in the center of town. You know, the giant stadium that's really just been built for this tournament uh and the, you know they had the to finals. get locator
1: cards to find out where it was going to be held
0: it was a secret location so they get there fucking no one is there it yeah, is yeah because it's like 11 p.m and it's an like abandoned the day part of town it looks like it's like a construction site
1: yeah it's like in akira they just when they go to the stadium that's under construction for the 2020 olympics or 2020 yep. whenever it was
0: no, no, it was twenty was twenty. Yeah, 2020? they accurate okay. they accurately predicted yeah. when the Tokyo Olympics would be in like whenever that was the eighties. Uh, so yeah, so they pull up, nobody's there, and my decides to park two blocks away from the stadium. <laughs> and <laughs> Joey know, goes to avoid traffic after the finals. <laughs> right. Well, and Joey's like, "Why the hell are we parking two blocks away?" And that's exactly her excuse. She's like, "I want to avoid traffic." But what fucking traffic is there going to be if it's a secret location?
1: Well, my question is, since when has two blocks been like a good barrier away from a stadium?
0: Are you thinking that's not enough?
1: That is nowhere near enough. Because you I remember my on old the house. I lived like way far away from like the Moda Center. But oh, even so, yeah. every time there was a Blazer game, my entire street would be absolutely packed up with people. And then they would walk like 10 blocks down to the Modus Center.
0: It's very true. That's very true.
1: Two blocks is nowhere near enough.
0: No, no, no. But I mean, maybe, maybe your thought and my thought go hand in hand. Maybe there's not going to be anybody there. No, There'll just be two blocks be worth. There.
1: Yeah. Two blocks so be... of the people who figured it out.
0: Right, right, right. And their friends. Yeah. Uh, so they, they park, they all hop out, and uh, they are walking along, and I forget what my says. Mai, Mai, I think at one point, says to Serenity, like, hey, Serenity, like, glad you're here. I'm really looking forward to kicking your brother's ass. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Joey says, in your dreams, hey, by the way, <laughs> as in like a speaking of your dreams, uh. And then he has a flashback to that time when Mai helped Joey in uh, the Duelist Kingdom finals. First by calling him a, a baby uh, yeah. because he was crying and then giving him the card that he needed to enter the finals at Duelist Kingdom.
1: Even though she de- like, definitely didn't need to do that.
0: No, no, no. There was there was really no need. And so he was he was kind of asking like, hey, why'd you do that? Like, wh- what benefit did it give you to, to help me? And she goes, really? I mean, honestly, it was just because his story touched her and he yeah, wanted to help or she wanted to help him help Serenity.
1: She was moved by his efforts going to all this stuff to like win the competition and get into the finals so we can get the money for Serenity's operation. A lot better motivation than she wanted just to to win. And so she was moved and like right. gave him the card and stuff. And so she's going on about this and then he's not even listening because he no, gets no, no. distracted he's... by a movie poster. <laughs> <laughs>
0: in which joey wheeler is all of us uh they're big movie posters to be fair they're these yeah. three giant wall hangings
1: yeah there's a there's, they're the kind of posters that they're not like posters per se but they're like billboards really like you see on yeah. the side of buildings
0: but at like ground level yeah what i'm trying to remember what all is on these three there's a ninja for sure is there somebody driving a car in the second one? And then what's in the third? Is it like a woman? I
1: think woman? Like a, there's a big like ninja face, like a big masked kind of ninja face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I forget what oh, exactly. in
0: addition to the ninja holding the sword. Yeah. Because there's a ninja holding the sword in the middle.
1: Yeah, that's the main character.
0: Right. The whole thing uh,
1: to- gave off a very... I don't know how deep you are into like Ace Attorney, but it looked very much like the Steel Samurai, which is like in the Ace Attorney universe, it's like the the big movie series, the big TV show, um that they're all obsessed with, even though it's completely ridiculous.
0: I don't think just... I'm that far. I okay. But no, I believe you. It's it's very much like Steel it has samurai
1: a... warrior of neo old Tokyo. Jesus <laughs> <laughs>
0: It has a very like James Bond vibe, yeah, even though it's a ninja. It's like very uh, very sort of angular designs and and very uh, man of mystery kind of kind of mm. vibe. Uh, and they're distracted by it and she's like, ah, oh, all right, fine, like fucking kids distracted by a movie poster. And then what should happen <laughs> but a full ass a full ass limo kool-aid mans it through the wall <laughs>
1: drives straight out through the wall of the billboard sending bricks not, flying everywhere
0: not into the building mind you it doesn't crash into the building no it crashes out of out of the, the building. building a limo was inside that office
1: <laughs> whatever building that was this limo punches a hole straight through the side of the building where the guy was just lying in wait for them to get close so he could drive through
0: the side of the building. Um, that's the thing that's maybe the most baffling to me because this is a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> How, what sort it of camera setup did this guy have? Like, what, what, what does this limo driver do? Also, to break through a brick wall. Have you ever driven through a brick wall, Jimmy?
1: I have not ever driven through a brick wall, and I hope to God I never do.
0: Yeah, me neither, but I'm going to speak with the air of someone that has uh it's difficult you have to get up some speed so they have to see that these people are approaching the posters figure out whether they're going to stay and like look at them make sure that nobody is in the splash zone you know of the bricks <laughs> and p- prompt the driver to start driving like a block away to get up to speed.
1: Yeah. Was this sponsored by Mythbusters or something? Because that's the only people Ooh. I can see doing something like this. That's How a would you engineer a brick wall so you can drive a limo through it?
0: Without killing any of the invisible Without sanders. killing your driver. <laughs> Jesus. All right, so, when I say
1: go, you're going to drive at full speed into this brick wall. No, it's cool. I made sure you're not going to die.
0: <laughs> Science. <laughs> uh, so we also never see the limo driver, by the no, way. No, he's dead. Uh, because That's why it stops. The... Oh, no. <laughs> out of the limo steps Jean-Claude Magnum, the movie star who is on the poster.
1: He drives out of his own poster, comes to a full stop, and gets out of the limo.
0: Uh, do you want to describe Jean-Claude Magnum real quick?
1: As far as I can tell, Jean-Claude Magnum is Chris Evans' character from Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Yes. Lucas exactly Lee.
0: that. Exactly that. He is. Except I'm trying
1: to figure out what the fuck is up with his voice. Because it oh. sounds like he's trying to be old Hollywood.
0: Uh-huh. No, no, no. I I have this one. I knew the voice right away. This is Nathan Fillion. <laughs> this is this is Nathan Fillion playing Nathan Fillion. Is what this voice is.
1: That's that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, the way he uh, pronounces k- things.
0: He wants to have sort of a southern accent of, "Why, hello there, little lady. I yeah, didn't kind of see you there."
1: Partially south, partial like transatlantic.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, mo- it's a Hollywood accent, is what it is. I yeah. don't think it's an accent that actually exists.
1: He's just trying to sound
0: Hollywood. It is a voice full of affectation.
1: But it's Jean Claude Magnum, which is a name I would have written in a student film as a parody of action movies.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this is very much a a, it's a pseudonym. Uh, like a yeah, it's like a UCLA student project sort of vibe uh yeah so so magnum steps out of the limo he's wearing a tuxedo is that right i'm yeah, looking he's at the picture wearing right? a white tux a white tux that's what it was i knew there was something weird about it and uh he steps out and he introduces himself well he tries to introduce himself but joey already knows who it is because he's a big magnum fan
1: big jean claude magnum fan
0: and uh, he he goes up to Mai and yeah, says, Joe, oh, been... I,
1: I like Joey's line here. Before we get into that, Joey says yeah. he's Hollywood's ninth biggest box office draw. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he says that he says that as he like as Magnum runs up to Mai and is like, "Oh, sugar, I uh, I've been looking all over for you. I uh, was was hoping I would find you here." And, and he like hands her a bouquet of roses. And Joey's freaking out. He's like, you know, Jean-Claude Magnum? Like, he's the ninth biggest star in, in Hollywood. Yeah. Joey is, is the is only one who knows who this guy is. No, I mean... Because like, even Mai doesn't
1: know who he is.
0: Well, and that's, and that's the thing, right? So Mai is like, I am so sorry. I think you have me confused for someone else. I've never met you before in my I have life. no idea who you are. And Magnum is like, are you kidding me? Like... You're the love of my life. Like this is this is destiny. This is fate. This is like meant to be. You, we, you we promised are, me
1: your hand in marriage, and she's like,
0: "What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did what now? Excuse me." Uh, and he reminds her that they met exactly one year ago to the day. I think. I think so. Uh, and
1: they were on a she, cruise
0: together. They're on a cruise. It seems very swank. Yeah. and A dual cruise, I guess. Your audio cut out for me for a second there, but I'm going to assume you said something funny. What is a dual cruise like, Jimmy?
1: A dual cruise is... Hmm. A dual cruise is exactly as tacky as you would expect. Everyone's wearing, like, super nice clothes, but they're still just playing Yu-Gi-Oh!
0: I want to know what the entertainment is that a dual cruise. <laughs> Talented duelists. Yeah. It's is it all duels. <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like being, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think of some sort of equivalent that could happen in real life.
1: Like a magic show, except they haven't even invented dual taining yet.
0: Yes. Or like a Disney cruise. But yeah, it'd be like a Disney on cruise. The cruise. Everyone on the cruise is a Disney character.
1: Yeah. Or it's pretending to be a Disney character.
0: And it's like so it's like kind of work and kind of not. <laughs> and the lines get very blurry. Is this a duel or are we both like drunk on piña coladas?
1: <laughs> well, we get to see the inside of the cruise in the flashback. It's like a very swank sort of like Ritz, ritzy hotel sort of interior on this cruise ship and there's like a gold embossed duel table like where you like regular people might play poker except they're playing duel monsters
0: it had titanic vibes (laughs) is that just me
1: no yeah it's kind of titanic-y
0: it was very titanic-y and that made me uncomfortable because it made me scared for these people. But it's a flashback, so we know it's gonna be okay. Uh so in this flashback, he, Mai beats Magnum in a duel. We like join the flashback sort of in Media Res as she wins. And he's disappointed for a moment, but then he walks straight around to the other side of the duel table dump 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 and goes straight up to my pulls out a ring box opens it up reveals a giant ass diamond ring get that rock and proposes
1: just, just out of nowhere
0: yep just will just will will my, my will you marry me and she's like i like a
1: woman th- who can th- kick my ass at duel monsters will you be my wife
0: And this is why Magnum is a bottom. She's like, hell no. This is exactly why Magnum is a bottom.
1: (laughs) Because he wants a woman who can beat him at duel monsters time and time again.
0: He loses this duel and is just more turned on than any duelist ever has a right to be, I think, by this, this crushing defeat and uh yeah you know i think i think he's just looking for uh i think he's i don't know that he would know the words for this i don't know that he has the terminology for it but i think he's looking for a little sort of sub dom kind of relationship here he
1: can't articulate what he wants but he knows he wants to be beaten at card games
0: i mean you know i can respect Forever. anybody who can, <laughs> who knows what they want chasing uh, that high and yeah he's He's just looking for somebody to uh, to kick his ass all the time, until death do them part, until until <laughs> until the shadow realm do them part.
1: <laughs> and of course, Mai is like, "No, ask me." She says, "Ask me again when you can beat me in a duel," because she is not impressed by this this winker.
0: Yeah, and so she walks off. She's just like, "Ah, oh, whatever. That was that was a that was a nothing interaction." And Magnum goes. Challenge accepted. <laughs> here we go.
1: Yes, I will take and, that in face value.
0: And here we are, one year later, and he's challenging her to a duel. Yep. You said because it. Because... You said it, my. Now
1: you have to marry because
0: me. Because... Duel me. How will you respect me if you can't fight me? <laughs> a la Hot Rod. Uh, and... Yeah, so uh, he wants to make her, in his words, Mrs. Jean-Claude Magnum. And mm-hmm. Mai goes to walk away. She's like, no, this is ridiculous. We have the finals to go to. Uh, but Joey stops <laughs> I her I literally
1: anything in my life I would rather be doing right now.
0: <laughs> I would love to, but I'm lying. <laughs> uh, Joey stops her because he's a movie star. And if they got married... He could visit them in their swanky Hollywood mansion. And he's a movie star.
1: He's Jean-Claude
0: Magnum. And Joey does his best to get across to Mai that this is a star of movies. (laughs) You're familiar with films? He's in them.
1: Yeah, he is freaking out. Joey is basically like, hey, if you don't marry this guy, I will. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much pretty much so finally my agrees to duel magnum and the terms of the duel are as such if she loses she has to marry him
1: yeah she's like this this guy doesn't stand a chance yeah i'll just hold on guys I'll, let me kick his ass real quick
0: which as plans go is dum 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 dum
1: <laughs> that was pretty good
0: thanks thanks i'm proud of that one uh duke is there oh remember, yeah Freaking duke <laughs> Devlin duke is still Devlin? here and duke reminds everyone that the other reason why I should duel magnum is because magnum knows kung fu yeah <laughs> so <laughs> don't we don't want to piss this guy off
1: <laughs> you know how he does his movie stunts well, he knows Kung Fu, so like, don't make him angry, or he'll do Kung Fu on us.
0: Or apparently he will do Kung Fu on the woman that he just proposed to.
1: <laughs> Not Kung Fu.
0: <laughs> you know, I I really wish that this weren't so weirdly accurate for the state that Hollywood is actually in at the time, or at the moment, rather, uh, But but here we are. Uh, not the Kung Fu part, just the threatening violence against women that won't marry you part. Um, Magnum reveals that not only is he a famous actor, but he is also an accomplished duelist because he reveals that, yes, he does have a dual disc. I think somebody says, no, he doesn't. He, somebody says like, hey, Joey, let him borrow your dual disc. Or it's something. Yugi, the hall that.
1: monitor. Oh,
0: you. Little Yugi. <laughs>
1: says it. Local Dweeb says, but dual discs are only supposed to be given to high ranked duelists.
0: Like, and okay, Magnum nard. sweeps his, his white tuxedo jacket and he reveals that he has five locator cards, meaning that he is in the tournament, he is doing very well, uh, and that if Mai wins and has to give him a locator card, Maya's out of the tournament and Magnum will be taking her place in the finals. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: yeah. That's the, that's that's the terms of the duel. That's a thing.
0: That's a. <laughs> that's I. I have genuinely nothing to say. I'm just kind of like I'm flabbergasted that the show would do this. Yeah. I I would be fine if it was just like go on a date with me or 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 the actual stakes here, which is I'm going to take your spot in the finals and I'm going to yeah. win and I'm going to impress you.
1: And everyone's but, like, my, you don't have to, you don't have to do this. You have literally nothing to gain from this duel. And mine's just I mean, like, no, I'm I've, good. I'll kick his ass. The thing
0: is, don't the thing is, it. is no one's saying that explicitly. Nobody's not saying it, <laughs> but then there's Joey and Duke being like, mm- actually I don't know I think you should duel this guy let's hear all sides
1: let's so hear both sides of the argument
0: nobody is straight up saying hey you do not have to do this
1: really not both sides does... are the same debate yeah, me right, debate me
0: <laughs> fuck off <laughs> uh, Magnum says remember dollface. when I win you marry me now let's duel.
1: Oh, yeah. Every time, every, like, sentence out of his mouth, he refers to my with another, like, pet name, like Dollface, or Sugar Plum, or some, like, old-timey sort of saying.
0: Now look here, Sweet Cheeks.
1: Yeah, Sweet Cheeks, that kind of thing.
0: It's everything short of, like, now, now, see here, sugar tits.
1: <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, so I'm glad you did
0: somebody had to like this is this is the world that this guy lives in is the thing is that he is just gonna call any woman by this like weird set of food related names i guess
1: babe babe no babe
0: (laughs) so uh the duel begins yep uh suddenly like all
1: these like um stage lights turn on behind him (laughs) you're right did, he
0: is—he has clearly orchestrated this whole thing.
1: Yeah. Did he have just like a bunch of PAs set those up when we weren't looking just off screen?
0: I mean, it must be the same people that gave him the signal to drive the limo through the wall.
1: <laughs> like in the background, there's like a guy in a black shirt and some cargo pants with a whole bunch of like gaff tape on a chain around his uh, <laughs> hanging from his belt, just like hauling lights around.
0: Where was this crew when Arcana was setting up that circus tent?
1: Yeah. Where are all the people who helped these wackos with their schemes?
0: Yeah. Or like. I want to find out like about the, these guys. The people that did the lights for. Was it the warehouse where Yugi dueled Bandit Keith? Yeah. There was definitely. There was a crew. Is it the same crew? They're just freelance.
1: Freelance. They're not.
0: Villains for hire. Well, no, they're not good or evil. They're, they're even, just freelance. Yeah.
1: They're, they're just trying to, day to day, get their paycheck.
0: Domino City doesn't allow unions, so... <laughs> uh,
1: hey, so work's okay, work. So, so Sometimes you set up a giant roulette wheel that will send your soul to the shadow realm if you touch it.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's how we lost Fred. <laughs> Poor Fred. Uh, the, the duel starts... And this is maybe one of the more boring duels that I've seen. This is not a great duel. It's not a good duel. I wrote, I I took notes, but it is not a good duel. Uh, Magnum opens with Ninja Commander Ikusa in attack mode. And Ninja Commander Ikusa is just like, here is a movie ninja. Yeah. Yeah. Magnum playing Uh,
1: all the, like, being super... His whole deck is ninja-based, if we haven't guessed that already. Um, Yeah. But, like, being super into ninjas and, like, having a whole deck of ninja cards and then playing a ninja in a movie is like Henry Cavill playing the Witcher. He must be super psyched to be playing these ninja cards and then, like, getting to play a ninja in real
0: life. Absolutely. John claude Magnum seems like... Seems like the kid who would have started several anime clubs in school. Oh,
1: for sure. And then, like, tried to become an anime voice actor just because he loves anime so much.
0: Yeah, and then became a real actor. Yeah. I'm trying to look up anything else about uh, Jean-Claude Magnum.
1: Ninja enthusiast.
0: Just to see if there's any other information about him like at all there's nothing this is his only appearance in the show weirdly he does appear in several video games okay they've uh, got to pad
1: out the roster somehow
0: but he's only in this episode like the most they can say about him is that he uses the american expression Dope, when he's frustrated like he's in The Simpsons. He does? Yeah, I guess. I, don't, I didn't catch that. Simpsons confirmed
1: for the Yu-Gi-Oh verse.
0: Uh, let's see. Oh, interesting. Okay, so the voice actor, if this helps anybody sort of figure this out, uh, the voice actor for Jean-Claude Magnum is Greg Abbey, mm. who was the second person to voice Tristan Taylor.
1: Oh, This is just Tristan's voice actor again.
0: It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first Tristan Taylor was Sam Regal, who's on Critical Role now. Uh, And uh, Greg Abbey took over and also did the voice for Jean-Claude Magnum. So it's just Tristan doing a Hollywood movie star voice. (laughs) I wonder why he sounded like
1: weirdly sort of familiar. I guess that's why.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that must be. Uh, he also plays a character in uh, Arc 5, called, or no, pardon me, in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX called Damon, who is just a, a big Tarzan-looking dude, uh, and, oh, and Fudo in Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, the main character of 5Ds. Oh. He's so, got... Good for Greg.
1: Yeah, he's got one um, franchise, and he's sticking to it.
0: Greg, I think what has happened here, Gregory, Mr. Abby, Mr. Abby, I think what's happened here is that you have proven your worth by doing two very good roles and paid your dues by doing this very bad one. <laughs> this shitty movie star guy. I do not think guy. this part did you any favors, sir.
1: No one likes Jean-Claude Magnum
0: no and especially because of lines like this so he plays ninja commander akusa and he goes he looks like me but my physique is better
1: yeah ninja commander's thing um it has a special ability where you bring it out and then it can immediately create like like a token ninja a ninja soldier
0: comes out token ninja (laughs) Uh, it's like this two is, our, this is our token ninja. He's the one ninja that we keep hanging around. <laughs> oh no! Uh, there's but,
1: several ninjas that will come
0: there's up. There's so many ninjas. Fuck these ninjas! So it's ninja soldier katana is the name of this. I guess it's a card because they don't really do tokens in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. That I'm aware of. Uh, but yeah, so that that appears. Uh, they the. The way that it appears is kind of cool because it sort of uh, does like a ninja pose and then does that like um, like multiplying special effect where it looks like the ninja commander is sort of doubling, but it's a slightly different ninja that sort of steps Ste- out yeah. of his body.
1: That was kind uh, of neat. He that. does
0: reference he does reference Michael Keaton movie Multiplicity here where he's somebody says, like, oh, this is, like, smoke and mirrors, this is TV magic, and he goes, no, it's multiplicity.
1: <laughs> we need to start an ongoing list of, like, real-world things that are confirmed to also exist in Yu-Gi-Oh! Because there's another one that mm. comes up later. We'll
0: there through. is another one that comes up. Uh, My plays Amazon Sword Woman. Yeah,
1: she has a good line here. Your monsters mm. are just like your movies, second-rate and not around for very
0: long. <laughs> hey, <laughs> bwa, 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 bwa. she is just Zingy. roasting him this whole time she loves it she loves to roast this guy i think if nothing else being married to jean claude magnum would allow you to continually roast someone for the rest of your life if you're into such things which yeah Maya is so that might be one way that she might be happy uh my plays amazon Swordwind. Who attacks and kills the ninja soldier, the, the ninja that was summoned uh, by the first ninja? To which Joey says, Hey, John Claude duels like an amateur. And not only that, he's much shorter than he looks on screen. <laughs> Just, you know, to make sure that everyone knows where he stands on yeah. people dueling my. I
1: want to talk about Amazonas Swordswoman for a second. Cause this sort yeah. looks very different from her card art. Cause we just had her on Yugi or not like two weeks ago.
0: Uh, in it's, the monster bracket in the monster yeah, yeah. bracket. Yeah. Yeah. It, the card art is very like, um, I'm trying to think of a good word for it. It's very like jungle. Yeah. Sort of feeling. It's, it's very colorful. Yeah. Like,
1: and it, dynamic. And it's then very here in the, I apologize show, for this.
0: It's, it's very Wakanda. Kind of. In, in my reading of it, anyway. Yeah. But in the, sh- in the show, what were you going to say?
1: In the show, it, it almost looks like the Chinese knockoff of her own card art. Yeah. Because all her clothes yeah. are, like, bland. There's no color on them. Um, then she's, like, uh, censored a little bit for TV. She, she's actually wearing a top instead of just, like, a boob clamp.
0: I was trying to think of what you meant. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and they definitely had to do some, uh, some uh, cover up.
1: But it's just kind of, it looks like a completely different card.
0: It does. And it looks stiff. Is the yeah. thing the animation is not smooth at all in the way that you see some other uh, uh, card art. It makes me wonder, I, part of me, part of me thinks that maybe this is a budget cut thing. Like, maybe there were prepping for the next few episodes so much that this episode suffered a little bit as far as the art went. It was very rigid.
1: Yeah. There's unfinished. no it's not it's not good animation. She just kinda comes out.
0: Yeah. And she comes out and she kills the ninja soldier. Sure. Uh and it's fine. It's okay. Magnum plays a second ninja commander in response, uh, playing it again in attack mode. And when that ninja commander comes out, it summons another ninja soldier. So now there's three ninjas on the field.
1: Oops, all ninjas.
0: Oops. Uh, And then there's kind of a sweet moment, actually. So Serenity turns to Joey and tells, uh, tells him all about her admiration for Mai.
1: Yeah, she's like, wow, Mai's really cool.
0: And it's really cool for, for Sonny to get, like, a good, strong female role model. And she starts talking about, like, she's sticking up for what she believes in. She's fighting for herself. She's not, like, asking for anybody's help. She's, she's taking charge of the situation. And then Joey loudly overcompensates uh, by telling her all the bad shit about Mai. Like, eh, she's a loud mouth, and she's rude, and she drives bad. And, like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, Shit just, like to, that. just to just to roast Mai a little bit and piss her off.
0: It's just loud enough for her to hear, and you see her kind of get angry.
1: Yeah.
0: Jimmy, did you get the vibe that, like, this is the episode where Joey is trying to come to terms with his crush on Mai? I think so. Because he, he vacillates wildly between, like, Mai's the best and Mai smells like armpit. <laughs>
1: that's exactly the vibe that he's giving off yeah and that kind of sentiment is the sort of I thing that he seven expresses. And you're a girl yeah he's like he doesn't know how to handle uh being attracted to this woman who's like very talented and cool
0: which like f- fair i mean i don't often know how to handle myself around people in general so i would imagine when you're However old he yeah. is,
1: trying please to remember your, that these your are your still very much someone. like teenagers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which is kind of nice. Like, I like that we're getting that. Uh, that Only Mai is
1: of... like the adult in this group. Well, and Jean Claude, but yeah, who cares about him?
0: Te- he's mm, technically he's an adult. He does yeah. not act like one, no. which really bothers me. Um But anyway, yeah. So, so Serenity is is finally coming around to Mai and being like, hey, you know what? It's really cool to have someone like my on the squad, so yeah. to speak.
1: Can we talk about Cerone's hair file hairstyle for just a second? It looks like the McDonald's logo. <laughs> Did you notice this because she's—I haven't noticed this before. <laughs> but like her hair, it looks goes like, like the
0: McDonald's
1: logo. Yeah, her hair forms a giant M. Have you noticed this? Hang on,
0: I gotta pull this shit somehow up. from the like fuck? the center
1: of her forehead. Her bangs, I guess, kind of go. Up in these big arcs, and then down to her sides, and then like right in the middle, okay. she has I'm even smaller bangs. And it's just like a poof. Oh, like right in the center of her forehead, she has like this widow's peak, and then like right in the center, there's just like a little poof,
0: pointing yeah. down. Yeah, yeah. See, the thing is, so okay, so I know what this is. This is like two popular anime hairstyles put together yeah they just kind of match together in the front one. like that's yeah the, the little poof in the front that's like not an uncommon thing in an anime for women that have their hair parted down the middle they're like animate in the, that little puff I, I don't i've never seen a real life equivalent of that
1: i don't think in real and life this would look anywhere near as good It's the kind of hair that would only work.
0: Serenity Wheeler cosplay. Let's see. Maybe someone can pull it off. I don't know. It does not look at all the same. It actually, it looks fine when you do it in real life. It just, you give yourself sort of like a middle bang is what it is. Okay. You give yourself bangs, but only in the middle. It looks fine. It's very different from how they're animating it, though, because it looks like it's like a cowlick. Yeah, just it's like a one
1: cowlick head. coming right down the center of her head.
0: And that's like that's not an uncommon way to animate that. It's just really unfortunate that the other hairstyle that they're meshing in here is the popular one of, like, let's part it way up into the sides. Yeah, like
1: eagle wings.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's a look. It's a look.
1: ba dum bum bum I'm, I'm loving I can't it.
0: Fucking, I can't fucking unsee it now. What the... Ah, it does. It does. It, lo- it looks like a big M. Jesus Christ. What happens next in this duel? I'm, now I'm looking at Netflix. Um, I'm going to change those autoplay settings real quick.
1: Okay. So, so the Amazon sword, sword Woman attacks one of the ninja commanders, which activates a magic trap. Uh, Magnum sacrifices one more ninja and is able to summon uh more ninjas
0: more ninjas you say
1: yeah and instead of just being like normal summoned like regular monsters and just appearing on the battlefield they come in like ninja running down the sides of the building that they're next to which is pretty rad
0: (laughs) it's really cool it's really good but again i have to ask did Kaiba program that into the holograms?
1: Yeah, that's very specific. Is that just, like, for ninja cards? They just appear running down the sides of whatever they're near?
0: I mean... Okay, no, to be fair, now that we've said it that way, Kaiba is enough of a nerd to totally do that. He
1: definitely would.
0: He definitely would. So so they run in, uh, and it is... Oh, what ninjas are these? There's
1: like a couple of ninjas. It doesn't matter. There's it's a couple like of ninjas. Ninja Master Kabuki oh, oh, oh. or something.
0: Yeah, so so the first one that comes in is Ninja Master Shogun, who is um, Pervy Sensei from Naruto. Are, are oh, you Naruto are you waiting for me fan? to respond?
1: Because I haven't seen yeah, that much of Naruto. Was, oh, okay. I, I couldn't remember. Sorry, I'm um, not getting your ninja references.
0: It has been long enough that I cannot remember this person's actual name jiraiya it is jiraiya from naruto uh and that's that's literally it it's just picture jiraiya if you're a naruto fan and that is ninja master shogun uh ninja master shogun also summons uh a ninja card that i did not write down the name of which in turn summons another ninja card and then a second ninja card, which is also a girl ninja. That's and they make a the big of the card. show of that. It's ninja girl. Ninja girl.
1: <sighs> Who just looks like a ninja.
0: Yeah. But Fuck that noise <laughs> that you have to. Ninja is not a gendered term. <laughs> Why? Wh- <sighs> Why? Why do you need to specify? And this one's a girl.
1: I don't
0: know. Although I guess, I guess, okay. It literally has to be no fair. bearing
1: on the plot of this duel.
0: To be fair, now that I now that I have said that, it is important to let girls know that girls can also be ninjas. <laughs> so maybe this is a feminist thing that we are we are empowering girls to is become it? ninjas if that's what they want to be. I don't know. I don't think the card is especially empowering for for young women, but girls, you can be ninjas if you want to be. Just let's, like your favorite. Let's make Yu-Gi-Oh! that card. the message. Just like your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card, uh, Serenity sees all these ninjas, turns to Joey, and asks genuinely, very sweetly, is Mai in trouble? And Joey finally gets his shit together. He's like, nah, she's fine. I I know firsthand how good she is. She's got this. Yeah. And is actually, like, finally being a good person. He says it just loud enough again for Mai to hear. So that... Kind of gives her that confidence boost she needs.
1: Do you remember that web series Ask a Ninja? I wonder what happened to that guy. Oh
0: God! Yeah, that was like what did happen to that guy?
1: Fifteen years ago now.
0: Ask a Ninja. Let's see. Ask a Ninja uh, ended in 2011. Mm. Jesus Christ! It ended in 2011. Ago. Jimmy, that was 19 years ago.
1: No, it was. Nine oh no! Years pardon ago.
0: me. I'm thinking. I'm thinking 2001. <laughs> I can't, I can't math That's that was nine years out. ago that was nine years ago wow uh yeah uh in january 2007 forbes listed the ninja as one of the top fictional celebrities on the web
1: Huh. there you all go all the way in 2007
0: huh yeah so uh my uh, has swordwoman out on the field. Amazon swordwoman. Uh, one of the ninjas destroys swordwoman. I forget which one because it doesn't matter. Uh, and then the rest of the ninjas deal damage directly to her life points
1: with ninja stars. I have to with point the... out <laughs> she gets ninja, ninja stars, stars right in the life points.
0: Jesus. Uh, it's yeah, kind of funny too a... because
1: usually when someone takes damage to their life points, they react as though they've been like physically injured. Mm-hmm. But in this case, uh, Maya takes all these ninja stars right to the life points. She's just like, eh, <laughs> it doesn't
0: which affect her. which is really her. strange. Cause there's a thing that happens here in a moment that like also makes me think that at least some of the things that are happening in the hologram have to be real. And I don't understand. I don't understand any of the logic behind when they do or do not feel what the hologram creates.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh,
0: I don't know. John Claude has a horrible line here before they cut to a commercial break. He goes, "It's true what they say, my. Sometimes you have to destroy the ones you love." Is that what they and he say? He shouts the word "destroy." No, they they say hurt the ones you love, not destroy. <laughs> Sometimes you have to
1: directly attack the life points of the one you love.
0: <laughs> if you love someone, defeat them in a duel. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so the, the commercial break happens and we come back and my summons cyber harpy, you know, like you a know, regular harpy, cyber harpy, but cyber, I guess, I don't think the show knows what cyber is. Do you remember cyber raider?
1: <laughs> There's nothing cyber about them.
0: She, anyway, it's just a regular so,
1: harpy. I mean, you could all say She's cyber because she's a hologram, but that would make everything cyber.
0: Maybe she's got a really good MySpace page. (laughs) So Mai summons Cyber Harpy and goes to attack one of the ninjas, but that activates a ninja trap card called Ninja Smoke Ball, which throws a, a ball of smoke down and there's a cloud of smoke. And apparently that's enough to block the attack. So Cyber Harpy is not able to attack the ninja. And this is the thing that made me wonder about the hologram. The smoke makes my cough.
1: Yeah. Now I'm wondering about what makes these holograms. Is it just projected light or are these like nanobot swarms?
0: Yeah. Is she inhaling hologram at this point? <laughs> are the, are the, is, this is the rest light? of the group getting secondhand hologram?
1: All of them are going to get like cyber cancer from like these nanobot swarms they're gonna get turned it their lungs will get turned into
0: gray goop i mean i guess there's worse ways to go but jesus so that happens my plays a card face down yeah magnum plays great kite of ninja (laughs) This
1: this is the part that where i was just like nope this is too ridiculous
0: I had to like. I had to go back and listen to make sure I heard him correctly. It is great kite, K I T E, of ninja. Yep. Which is just a giant kite. It's just it's a great, great kite. kite. It's pretty great. And the the ninja master Shogun leaps onto it and flies.
1: <laughs> Whee! just
0: lifts up into the air.
1: Literally, it's it's the um, the parasail from Breath of the Wild.
0: Oh yeah, there you go, there you go. Or the ornithopter from Magic the Gathering.
1: Yeah, it's just a big kite that you can just a, hop on and have a good time.
0: Just a big ass kite. So, so he's up there, and while he's up there, he is uh, not able to be attacked by monsters. Because uh, you can't, and, as
1: we all know, you can't attack someone when they're flying a kite. he's too high up it's against
0: the rules (laughs) Uh, uh, and if Magnum sacrifices a monster the flying ninja master shogun can attack Mai's life points directly which he demonstrates immediately by sacrificing ninja girl
1: by ninja girl
0: yep see ya Uh, she'll be back uh do you want to describe what happens in this attack? Because this was the most buckwild thing in this episode for me.
1: This ninja, freaking Benjamin Franklin,'s up in this bitch. He gets struck by lightning while he's flying his kite and then just like does finger guns and goes pew pew, and the lightning comes out and hits
0: my. <laughs> to which Magnum says, Atta boy. It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy it's your boy ben- uh, Benjamin Franklin. So ninja. that's a So that's an attack, I guess, getting struck by lightning. <laughs> that's just an attack you can do now. I want to I want to put a pin in in that particular. Re- remind me to come back to the struck by lightning thing in a little bit because it's be, it's going to become relevant again.
1: Uh, that classic ninja move, flying a kite and then getting hit by lightning.
0: <laughs> Definitely intentional. I meant to do this. Uh, right <laughs> yugi remembers oh god sorry the ninja version of like of uh, uh what's his name maxwell smart from get smart <laughs> or like or like the ninja version of of uh of I- inspector clouseau or something uh-huh. like mr magoo uh the the ninja version of mr bean
1: god that would be a fun movie he's like completely right? failing at all these ninja stuff but like it somehow he gets works. struck
0: out. by lightning and that takes out the bad guy Somehow him getting struck by lightning and conducting it through a string takes the bad guy out. And he's like, yeah, i That would be I'm an amazing to movie. Ninja. I wouldn't watch Make that. Make that movie, Hollywood. Come on,
1: Jean-Claude Magnum. We've got an idea for you now.
0: So Yugi remembers that Mai can use Harpy's Feather Duster, the magic card, to get rid of the kite. Because it's a card that removes magic cards from the field uh somebody calls out i think joey or serenity Probably calls joey. out and Is like hey do, do you have magic or harpy's feather duster and my goes if i did don't you think i would have used it <laughs> fair and enough then joey goes joey goes in that case what should i wear to your big hollywood wedding <laughs> which is just the <laughs> raddest burn that you could possibly drop at that point yeah I think this is uh, the
1: This is the first case in this um in this show where someone has remembered that someone has a certain card and like asks if yeah. they have it.
0: Yeah, it's uh I think it's the first real inkling that we get that like outside of Kaiba's satellite system, duelists are paying attention to what each other have.
1: Oh yeah, Mai has all those Harpy cards, doesn't she? She has Harpy's feather duster. Hey, Mike, do you have Harpy's Feather Duster?
2: No. And it's,
0: I mean, I like, I guess it's showing, like, how good a duelist Yugi is, right? Or maybe how far he's come. Because when he was dueling uh, fucking Bandit Keith, it took him forever and a half to be like, Oh, machine cards, machine cards, machine cards. Hmm. Who plays machine cards? Who who plays America-themed <laughs> is, machine this cards? This is ringing a bell, but I can't quite place it. Hmm so he's come a long way yeah joey joey tries again he yells at Mai. he goes "Mai, i have some advice and Mai goes i can do this on my own to which joey says well excuse me princess he doesn't say princess but he does say well excuse it's me uh Mai is determined now that she will win she will not marry this buffoon and she says what may be her best line of the entire goddamn Yu-Gi-Oh series. Jimmy, do you know do you know what she says?
1: What does she say?
0: She says, Alright, no more Mrs. Nice Mai.
1: <laughs> she does have some good lines. I have to hand it to in, Mai.
0: In an episode filled with such bad lines somebody one of the writers on the show has to have used this line in like a pitch for a promotion
1: well i hope they got it
0: i hope they got it whoever wrote that line i hope you're getting paid more now than you were then (laughs) so my play is elegant egotist uh which turns cyber harpy into three harpies somehow yeah
1: i don't remember how it doesn't matter they fight ninjas. doesn't matter
0: yeah copy paste harpy fight ninjas uh they take out the three ninjas that are on the ground or two or yeah they take out the number of ninjas that are on the ground and uh so now we've just got the one ninja on the kite
1: (laughs) yep kite ninja (laughs) the
0: kite ninja uh, and, uh, yeah. So, so, uh... At some point, I had yeah.
1: a total whiplash reaction because Jean-Claude uh, addressed me by name. I looked for this. I didn't see this. It happened real quick. He's talking to Joey. Okay. And, um... I I forget what it, his line was. It's like, he, she doesn't need, like... She, she's not the, like in kindergarten anymore. She doesn't need your uh like kid fan club or whatever. But Maya's a big girl now, Jimmy. And then Joey yells, it's Joey! Oh.
0: Oh, I found it. I found it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So he, so he says... What's his uh, line? Let me see. Let me get back here a second. All right. Uh, Joey is yelling. Um... <laughs> And uh, he says, that whole tough guy routine is really cute, kid. Uh, but Mai's a big girl now, Jimmy. <laughs> she doesn't need the whole playgroup looking out the for play her. Playgroup, that this was when said. Joey is, like, yelling at Magnum, trying to, like, psych him out.
1: Yeah, it it, uh, uh, it? it threw me for a loop when the, the, the show addressed me personally. I was like, am I yeah, high right uh... now? What's going on? Did the show just wow. talk to me?
0: uh so so joey is like hey no it's it's joey and after that remark i'm thinking about canceling my membership to the john claude magnum fan club (laughs) to which magnum also has a very good retort he says well i'll survive somehow but the money and fame just won't feel the same without you
1: (laughs) that's pretty good
0: it's pretty good it's pretty good
1: some good banter that's the sort of so thing you see my... on Twitter when someone like insults a celebrity to like tell them to t- stop talking <laughs> about politics or something.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like
1: I'm going. I was. I've been a fan of yours for years. Now stop talking about politics. I just want to hear your thoughts on acting. It's like, eh. <laughs> wow, that really hurts. What am I gonna do without oh. you, random stranger?
0: Oh, jeez. Ah, oh. man. I just need all this money to comfort me. <laughs>
1: So, back to the So, Mai plays a card
0: face down. Plays a card face down. Magnum plays Ninja Girl again, and even goes, hey, remember Ninja Girl? Here she is. She's a ninja who's a girl. Uh, And Mai reveals that the face down card that she played is Grave Arm, which is actually a really cool card. Uh, So, the reason Magnum played Ninja Girl is so that he could sacrifice her in order to let uh, uh, the... Ninja Master Shogun, attack from the sky again Mm -hmm. to attack Mai's life points directly. So knowing that, Mai plays Grave Arm, which sends Ninja Girl directly to the graveyard. Do not pass go, do not collect $200. So Magnum can't sacrifice it.
1: Yep. A giant hand just rises out of the ground and grabs Ninja Girl and just pulls her straight to hell.
0: Which is... A pretty badass. Have we
1: seen this card before? Uh, It sounds familiar.
0: We haven't. We haven't. Not that I'm aware of anyway. It it seemed new, and especially the animation seemed new, because I I feel like we would remember something that badass is like a giant hand coming up out of the ground. I would have expected it in the last episode, if anything. Mm. Like, I I would expect Bakura, Bakura to have this card, right? Yeah. So... Uh, my reminds Magnum that because <laughs> Ninja Master, oh poor Bones,
1: Bones is still in the Shadow Realm.
0: We'll meet again someday, Bones, somewhere. The Shadow Realm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's where. <laughs> I'll see you in Hell. Literally. Uh, so my uh, reminds Magnum uh, on her turn now that because Ninja Master Shogun is up on the kite. Uh, he is away from the battlefield. Yeah, he can't So while defend. Mai can't... He can, well, right. So Mai can't attack him, but also he can't attack Magnum's life points. And because that's the only card in the field and he can't defend Magnum, Mai is able to attack Magnum directly with all three of her harpies, which she does. Uh, and she... Tells them all to do their triple claw maneuver. Like
1: a claw tornado or something. I forget what it it's is. Li- the-
0: it's a tornado is what it is. They spin and spin and spin. You know what they look like? They look these-
1: like when the magic school bus transforms.
0: Oh, God, they do. That's exactly what it is. I was trying to place that. Jimmy, thank you.
1: <laughs> and, it, and it just turns into a tornado for a second, except it's got all these like wings and like claws sticking out of it.
0: That's... Exactly what it is. And it descends on Magnum, is the thing. It, like, becomes a tornado, picks up, moves over, and then drops like a claw machine. Yeah.
1: And then he gets absolutely shredded to death. The end.
0: Yeah. The end! Mai wins the duel. And
1: here's the other thing I was talking about earlier. Mai says... I give this a two thumbs down. Uh, that's a oh, yeah. that's a direct reference to Siskel and Ebert, making it canon in Is the it? Yu-Gi-Oh! I universe. That. Huh. Siskel and Ebert, the movie reviewers, exist in the Yu-Gi-Oh! universe. This, of course, implies the huh. Yami Ebert. If <laughs> if Roger Ebert got the Millennium Puzzle.
0: That just the possibility of Yami Ebert makes me so happy. (laughs) Just the potential makes me so happy.
1: Can you imagine that show?
0: That, I mean, that would be an incredible version of Inside the Actors Studio, Uh, or what? What is it? Inside the? uh...
1: I forget what their actual show is called.
0: Oh no! No, I'm thinking of a different, a different oh. show. I think, I think their show is just called Siskel and Ebert. Um, but it was like Inside the Actor Studio or Mind of the Actor or something. But it's a, it's an interview show with actors that somebody else hosted. But imagine Yami Ebert sitting down with an actor and being like, "Let's delve into the depths of your mind." <laughs> uh, yeah, huh? I had forgotten that Two Thumbs Down was their thing. That's yeah, that's their
1: weird... their movie
0: review process. Huh? What a weird thing to simultaneously exist with Yu Gi Oh. Well, we've already had Shamu. That's true. Real life Shamu.
1: <laughs> we haven't talked about this before. What if Shamu got the Millennium Puzzle?
0: <laughs> Yami Shamu. Yamu Shamu. Oh, I'm into that. I'm into that. Just the biggest stunts. Just
1: a whale the with, a, zone, with the millennium puzzle around its neck. The splash zone becomes the entire theme park. <laughs> the dual zone. The shadow zone. <laughs> Sit in the front in the front rows and you might be sent
0: to the shadow realm. <laughs> you see people lining up wearing ponchos. <laughs> Would
1: Yami Shamu's so- like voice also drop like Yami Yugi's. Yes, but it would <laughs> Right, exactly it would still just be whale cries. <laughs> ra- <laughs> so he's trying to do okay, it, we... but like the flippers don't connect. He's just <laughs> trying to like grab individual cards with the flippers. He, there he pulls has to, the there deck into the way. into the pool and they all get soaked and just kinda of disintegrate. <laughs>
0: No, you know what? You know how she would do it. So so Shamu would flip the cards from... I'm so sorry. I'm trying to remember. Is Shamu a, a boy or a girl? I think
1: Shamu's a girl.
0: That's what I thought. Okay, so, so there she, have been several she flips Shamus. the cards. That, yeah, okay. True, true, true. So Shamu flips the card from her mouth up, and it lands square on the blowhole. She, like, sucks <laughs> it in on the blowhole, and then... Spoof, and then <laughs> poof, Spits it out, and it lands perfectly on a dual disc that is on a on a a floaty. It's on like a water wing in front of her.
1: She could have it mounted to her dorsal fin.
0: Ooh, there you go. I like that. And then she would just flip it from her mouth straight into the dual disc. Yeah.
1: God, this is so stupid.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like we're pretty good at coming up with better concepts than you. <laughs> for being honest uh we need to finish this episode though because this is when the actual action of this episode happens magnum loses the duel but begins laughing sort of chuckling to himself and when joey asks like why like hey remember you lost what are you laughing about he reveals that the ninja master shogun up there on the kite is still present
1: Everyone's like, what? How is this possible? All the holograms should have dissipated by now.
0: Right. All the, the duels ended. All the holograms should go away. And he reveals that that is no hologram, my friend. That is a real person <laughs> on a real kite, which has real rockets on it.
1: You know kites, how they have rockets on them. And he yells, welcome to the world of Hollywood special effects. As he swoops and... down and... The real, actual, real-life ninja grabs Mai with a net and flies
0: away. I have so many questions about this ninja, Jimmy.
1: <laughs> this just raises more questions than it answers.
0: Number one, did a real human get struck by lightning just then?
1: Or is this something where it's like, the hologram was like in front of him, and when no one was looking, he just kind of like occupied the same space?
0: Okay, okay, so it was hologram lightning Yeah. around a real boy. Yeah. Okay. Second question, how much wind power does it take to get a person up into the air on a kite? Because all of the rockets are pointed towards the ground, and they propel him Yeah, they're forward. all on the
1: back of the kite.
0: There are no rockets propelling him into the air.
1: How is this guy airborne? Is he on a line? Is
0: there a is there an updraft somewhere that we're missing? If there's a line, he doesn't need rockets.
1: Just out there's another hologram emitter hiding a um like a giant fan.
0: That must be it. That mu- that has to John be it. There has down. to be a giant fan somewhere. Yeah.
1: But also, how is so, it carrying like two people's weight? That's the thing. These are the
0: questions that I want answered. It's Hollywood I special effects. Justice.
1: It's Hollywood special
0: effects. It is it, sure. it's meant to trick you. It's it's like saying it's magic. Yeah. This is millennium item bullshit just Hollywood style. Yeah. All right, well Lauren has entered the studio getting ready for her segment. So let's let's start wrapping up this uh discussion about the episode. The ninja swoops in throws a net at my and sweeps her away scoops her up scoops her up into the kite and uh begins to fly away magnum hops in the limo like fucking uh grand theft autos the driver out of the limo i guess like hey i need this
1: all right you're good you're good buddy thanks for driving through that wall you're done
0: right drives to to some bridge somewhere and waits for the ninja to bring Mai to him and he says if you can't win your heart Mai then I'm just gonna or pardon me this is as she's getting scooped up he says if I can't win your heart Mai then I'm just gonna have to steal it
1: just immediately resort to kidnapping
0: yeah you know as any good future husband would uh, and, uh, yeah, so he's sort of waiting there for the ninja to, uh, to drop my off special delivery style and oh Joey's here.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thank God. My Uber eats. Uh, Uber so, and oh, Jesus. Yeah. Talk about, talk about mail order bride, kite uh, order, bride, <laughs> kite order. Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. So, so Joey also is, is running to catch up with, uh, the, the kite ninja, the kite, the kite man. (laughs) What a sentence. Uh, so Joey runs to catch up. My sees that Joey is running to catch up and, uh, my sort of struggles free from the kite. Yeah. She freaking elbows the
1: dude in the stomach or something,
0: which she could have done much sooner, you know, maybe while she was over water. Uh, but instead, uh, she elbows him, she drops, and she falls and grabs onto a ledge sort of nearby. Well, it's like
1: one of those, it's not even a ledge, it's one of those, um, like a flagpole, one of those things that, like, sticks out from the side of buildings, so you can, like, hang banners on them.
0: Yeah, one of those things that basically only exists in Mario levels. Yeah.
1: Or, like, the U.N. building.
0: Right, right. So she's hanging there, you know, just hanging out, and uh, joey runs up and gets underneath and he's like just jump and i'll catch you i promise uh and my like kind of freaking out and magnum's freaking out he goes there's imminent danger and i don't know what to do about it <laughs> something along those lines and my drops and joey catches her but it's kind of a far drop and she drops right on top of him so he gets knocked out
1: yeah she elbow drops him from like two stories up
0: good form though good form and uh uh, magnum walks over and offers to help my up you know playing the hero he goes my lady allow me to grant you my hand or whatever the fuck he says and my swipes him away and she's like no the only the only real action hero is right here and she gestures to joey resting
1: (laughs) he's just unconscious with like spiral eyes
0: and uh magnum goes away i guess what happens yeah he just just cut
1: he leaves i i don't know what happens but he's he gone
0: and they cut to the next scene where the Yu-Gi-Oh theme song starts playing and it's Yugi being like, all right, guys, we're on to the next step of our journey where we go to the finals. Yeah.
1: Can't wait for our finals tomorrow. And so they're going Yippee! to the stadium at like 11 p.m. to do what exactly? Get in line? Who,
0: who the fuck knows? To beat the traffic. <laughs> to beat it's the traffic there.
1: from two blocks away. And that's the end of the episode.
0: There it is. Jimmy, what was your favorite part of this episode? <laughs>
1: There's not a lot to like in this episode, but I do like not that much. Mai walks directly into this obvious trap challenge just to kick mm-hmm. this guy's ass because she knows she can. No hesitation.
0: That's true. That's true. The, the self-confidence on Mai yeah. is inspiring. And it, and it inspired Serenity, I think, yeah. too. Like, that was really crazy. Cool there was no
1: chance in hell she was going to lose this duel. She's just like, look at this guy. He is a chump. I'm going to kick his ass like walking into an obvious trap just with that level of confidence. Like, yeah, sure. This is, this is nothing. Yeah. What was your favorite?
0: Uh, my favorite was that they, these folks, these, the these, this set of children has been through so much in the last 24 hours that meeting and subsequently being threatened by a big movie star is, like, n- <laughs> not even on their radar. This
1: yeah, like it has been just, Tom like, Cruise a couple of
0: hours. after. Yeah, th- this is, like, meeting Tom Cruise after you faced the devil in a duel.
1: I want to see who the like- actual, like, ninth uh, grossing movie star is.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, let's figure that out.
1: Highest grossing movie stars 2019 let's see highest paid actors i guess sure
0: sure 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 yeah
1: um number nine uh is paul rudd
0: paul that's weirdly perfect that that tracks
1: that makes sense sure so
0: so wait so what did they do in the episode before this they uh were strapped to some anchors Joey was mind controlled. So this is like. Yeah, this is like dueling the devil for your literal eternal soul. Yeah. (laughs) And then six hours later, you meet Paul. (laughs) And then Paul Rudd's like, marry me (laughs) or I'll kidnap you. And I think at that point, really only Mai could have handled this because everybody else must just be like so dazed. From the whole, you know, mind control thing that they're just like, "All right, man, whatever." Sure, let's get it over with. Hey, Paul. Fine. Hey, Paul. (sighs) Loved you, loved you, Ant Man, (laughs) buddy. Uh, how about your worst?
1: Uh, my worst was the whole concept that Maya has to marry this guy if she loses. Like, what do you mean she has to? Who's going to enforce that? The marriage police? (laughs) <laughs> well excuse well, I me think, officer I think, she said she was gonna marry me if i beat her in a duel
0: i think duke's comment is that if she refuses that magnum is gonna use kung fu yeah somehow
1: what, what's he gonna do great. kung fu her Who, who's
0: I, go, I guess there's he's no gonna scenario where she
1: like actually has to go along with this guy
0: Sorry, 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 sorry. I think you missed. I think you missed it the first time. He's going to kung woo her.
1: Oh my god, Tyler, that's pretty good.
0: Like to woo? Yes, I get it. My worst was similar. I think Yu Gi Oh. I think we need to have a talk with Yu Gi Oh about consent and the importance of consent in a healthy relationship. Uh, I don't think Yu Gi Oh as a show understands what that is.
1: There's a lot of like women getting kidnapped and shit.
0: There's a lot of women getting kidnapped. There's a lot of men who are like, okay, okay, I, I get you, I get you. No means no, no means no. Sure, 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 sure. But what if no meant yes?
1: Yeah, but I know kung fu, and I'm a movie star,
0: <laughs> and I and I can duel you again.
1: I'm just gonna keep dueling but- you until
0: you say yes. <laughs> I don't think that that's a great a great precedent to be setting, Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: Yeah, the whole concept of this en- entire episode really is just weird and creepy. Yep. But also, that's my worst. Mai did not have to go along with this guy at all. So nope. it was like a moot point.
0: All right. Well, let's put it on the charts really quick. I'm going to say for plot relevance, this is a minus five.
1: Oh, yeah. Where's my... Dang it. I misplaced my sticky note that had my axis on it. Oh, well. Oh,
0: no. However, will you recall two lines?
1: (laughs) Oh, well. Oh, yeah. Plot
0: Plot relevance, this is the, the least.
1: Yeah. Plot. There's nothing in here that affects the plot in any shape or way or form.
0: Nope. How about card mechanics?
1: I kind of want to give it points because someone actually remembered how cards work, but like the duel itself was also not terribly hot. There was n- yeah nothing in here besides ninjas come out and then harpies come out. Um,
0: yeah, there was, there was no magical bullshit. There was no cheating. I mean, besides the one ninja turning out to be a real dude.
1: So would that be like a perfect zero? It's not particularly bad Let's- and not particularly good.
0: Let's give it a one. Oh, well, sure. Let's give it a one just to just to give it something. Yeah. All right.
1: Cards were in this... <laughs> cards appeared in this cards, episode.
0: The dueling happened.
1: Duel, there was a duel.
0: All right. Okay. Well, with that, let's go ahead and move on from the episode discussion to our next segment in which we bring in my dear partner, Lauren. Hello. Hi, Lauren. And we play a, a little game that I like to call... She's gearing up for something, and I don't know what it is. It's time for Yugi, Yugi
2: or not?
0: Wow, that was good. Did I get it? Yeah, you did.
1: Man, we need to like hard. set up you a chorus so... for this segment.
2: <laughs> you were so worried. I, what I, did you think I was gonna do? I had no idea. Oh. I had no
0: idea. Just yell. I just saw you like tense.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Blad. Uh, so. And my precious godson
1: is there. Hi, Pepper
0: here's pepper oh he's a sleepy boy yeah he's not enthused by this podcast
2: i'm holding him like a baby uh
0: he is a baby this week lauren
2: he is a baby
0: we discussed an episode that involved a character named jean-claude magnum van damme uh no but he is an action star who plays ninjas in movies apparently uh, And his name does start with Jean-Claude. This is his first name. We
2: almost got there.
0: Almost got there. So in that vein, this week's Yu-Gi-Oh! or not cards will either be real Yu-Gi-Oh! cards or films featuring the artistic stylings of the man, the myth, the legend, the muscles from Brussels, Jean-Claude Van Damme.
1: Jean-Claude Van Damme, son.
2: Amazing.
0: So, wham bam van dam. <laughs> so, they will be either Yu-Gi-Oh cards or Van Damme films. Amazing. Uh, I have not included Time Cop. <laughs> I have not included yeah. Kickboxer or Bloodsport.
2: Well, jokes on you cuz I wouldn't have known those anyway. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I have six cards here, so it is possible to score zero.
2: Why do you do this to me?
0: Because it's fun. You've been doing really well lately, too. I have
2: not. Yeah, you have.
0: You got four points last week.
2: Wow. Out of six. So. Amazing.
0: Let us begin. Pepper is digging away at his bed. He is (laughs) making a nest over there. Card number one, the legendary fisherman. Yes. The legendary fisherman. Card number two, Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier. Card number three, Wake of Death. Wake of Death. Card number four, Starlight, Starbright. That's Starlight, two separate words, and then a comma, followed by Starbright. Card number five is Scapegoat. Card number six is Dragon Eyes. That's wow. six cards. I will let you.
2: Well, three cards.
0: <laughs> three real cards. Three, three uh, John Claude Van Damme films. Right. Um, Jimmy, I think I know. Well, Jimmy, I know that we've talked about at least one of these items before. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to ask you to refrain from any potential. Mm. I will uh, do uh, my best here. to stay
1: silent. He's and, not allowed. Uh, just medium.
2: He's not allowed to help this time.
0: So, what are your what are your thoughts here as we look through that list of six?
2: Um, my first thought, my initial thought, if it is a universal soldier, who are they fighting against?
0: Because <gasps> they're a soldier for the whole universe. If the
2: soldier is universal, who are they? F- who are they fighting?
0: Wow. A universal soldier with no universal war.
2: Mm. It's deep. It is. They fight Um, twentieth-century fox. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That felt like a clue.
1: That was a joke.
0: Oh. Like Universal Studios, in Orlando, Florida.
2: I don't know. Um, The legendary fisherman. I really want to be a Yu-Gi-Oh card because I want to see that art. Okay. Um so I'm going to say Yu-Gi-Oh card. What
0: what would that card art look
2: like? I don't know, like a fisherman. Like a fish, okay. But like out of a legend. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Great. Good. Okay.
2: <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm picturing like a grizzled fisherman with the, you know, yellow rain slicker and the yellow hat, like, fighting his way through like, a storm. Like
0: the fish sticks guy. Mm. Like the Gordon's. Maybe. Is it Gordon's fish sticks? Is that what I'm thinking of?
2: <laughs> Maybe. Okay. That All might right. be it. Okay. Sounds good. Um, Universal, Universal. Universal. Stop. <laughs> Universal Soldier sounds like a movie. Okay. Okay. I think Starlight Starbright is a Yu-Gi-Oh card.
0: Okay, any particular it reason?
2: Can't be a movie starring jean Claude Van Damme. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's like, is he in a fairy tale?
0: <laughs> I mean, no, I can't. I can't.
2: Okay, maybe I'm wrong. I can't give
0: any spoilers. I'm sorry. Maybe to get
2: I'm any wrong. Finished. Maybe that's a movie. Oh God, could
0: be a Christmas movie. You never know.
2: Jimmy is just completely silent and impassive. I am a neutral this
0: is maybe
1: third party. The,
0: this is oh the God. best poker face that I've ever seen. Yeah, Jimmy it's do. really
2: good. Um,
0: so, so you've talked about legendary fisherman, universal soldier, starlight, starbright. The other three mm-hmm. cards are wake of death, scapegoat, and dragon eyes.
2: I'm gonna start putting them on the list here because I can't remember what I've said once I've okay. said it. Here, do you
0: want me to? Um, do you want me to sort of no, mark them for you? Okay. No, oh, I'll do I, it. I won't touch. All right.
2: Um. <laughs> so now I think Starlight, Star Bright is a movie. Okay. Uh. Now because of your reaction.
0: Oh. Okay. You're really letting me influence your answers there. Yeah. Oh all no. Right. Maybe
2: it's not. Tyler, you're oh, messing God.
1: up. You're skewing our results.
2: Yeah. All right. Contaminating right. our sample. Say? This is important data.
0: I gotta stay in, in, impartial. Uh,
2: i I really want Legendary Fisherman to be a Yu Gi Oh card. Okay. Should it be Y for Yu? Sure. Um, Universal Soldier sounds like a movie to me. Okay. But see, I always do that thing where you're like on a a scantron and you're like, oh God, I've I've answered C too many times in a row now I'm thinking about the pattern that I've chosen, so like, if it's oh, every other one is a Yu-Gi-Oh okay. card, or you know what I mean? Yep. Um, that
0: is something that I have to think about when I when I write when these you down. you make the list, yeah. you have
2: to randomize it.
1: If I didn't know I what a Scantron was already, I would think Scantron is a Yu-Gi-Oh card.
2: <laughs> Tyler, do you know what a Scantron is? Yes, Lauren,
0: I know what a Scantron <laughs> is. What is it? It's a Transformer. <laughs> Lauren's making fun of me because I was homeschooled.
2: I don't know if we've mentioned that the, before on this for the, podcast. The listener's
0: just joining us. Low hanging fruit. I don't, I don't know about school <laughs> things.
2: Do you actually know what a scantron Yeah, is, I know what a scantron is. Real? I've
0: used scantrons. So we had to do standardized testing.
2: Okay. Yeah. Oh, as a homeschooler? Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: To like be a a real school in the state of California or whatever. Interesting. Yeah.
2: I'm getting distracted.
0: I took the SATs.
2: <laughs> I didn't.
0: I did I did fine. No, you did the ACT, right? Yeah, I took yeah, the yeah.
2: ACT. Um
0: Spoiler alert, I'm average.
2: <laughs> no, you're exceptional. Uh, oh, thanks.
0: To me. Aw. Okay, tell me what you think about Wake Up Death.
2: Okay. Uh, wake of death. <laughs> I think. I,
0: I love. I love the phrase "wake of death." Me too. Like, are you waking up to death? Is it a wake like a like a memorial service kind of wake?
2: Oh, I guess it could be either. Are you it? being
0: awoken by death, like the Grim Reaper?
2: Mm. See, and now. If I make it a Yu-Gi-Oh card, I think it'll be every other one on your list. Uh And it freaks me out. am
0: I that obvious?
2: Yeah, are you? Unless Starlight, Starbright. Okay, let me just put these down on my first impressions.
0: All right. So, Wake of Death, you've just said Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah. Scapegoat, you're writing down movie. Yeah. Dragon Eyes, you've written Yu-Gi-Oh card.
2: Because... Yu-Gi-Oh! is obsessed with dragons.
0: True. That's very true. And eyes.
2: And eyes. Red
0: eyes, black dragon. Mm -hmm. Blue eyes, white dragon. Right.
2: Obsessed with dragon eyes in general, specifically. So, well, maybe that means that they need to be more specific with their eyes, and they can't just say, have a general category of dragon eyes card. (laughs) Jimmy.
0: (laughs) Jimmy is remaining as impartial as... Humanly um, possible. This one's
2: hard. This that one's hard.
0: Jimmy's shrug was nigh audible.
2: You know what? I don't I don't care that much. I'm sticking with it.
0: Okay, you're gonna lock in <laughs> your answers here <laughs> yeah out of uh out of a, a need. Okay, I can talk again. I probably, let this be over with. I probably right. got
2: them all wrong. uh didn't you, I?
0: you did not get them all wrong. Oh, okay so it's a surprise. We will start at the top. Legendary fisherman. You said Yu-Gi-Oh! card. It is a Yu-Gi-Oh card.
2: Excellent, Jimmy.
0: Can you while we're talking through the rest of these? Can you grab a picture of Legendary Fisherman and send it to sure. us in the chat? Uh, Universal Soldier, the second card, is a movie.
2: Ah, oh, starring uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme,
0: I believe, and Dolph Lundgren is the oh, other person neat. in that movie. I think, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Wake of Death. That's a JCVD film. Ah, I'm so sorry. It's okay. not. It's not a Yu-Gi-Oh All card.
2: Right. I wanted it to be though. Wouldn't that be cool? That
0: would be pretty cool. Uh, Starlight, Starbright, you said is a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that is a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh,
2: uh, you threw me off. Threw you off. I feel like I should get that one because I wanted to do it, right? To be, yeah, be fair, Tyler me.
1: skewed the results by talking about it.
2: He did. Okay, he right, corrupted all right. we'll, me. We'll give you okay, that one. We'll how give you that about one. if I said what would I have said? If what Starlight, would you said? Starbright was a Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. card because... Because so you, then it would have been so Dragon Eyes was also a movie. So you
0: already got Wake of Death wrong. So you can pick, you can change your answer if you want for Scapegoat and Dragon Eyes. So you have at this point, if we're giving you Starlight, Starbright, which I'll, I'll concede. I, I messed with you a little bit there. So <laughs> I didn't you think have, that was actually going to work. You have three points so far. Mm-hmm. Do I? Yeah, because you got Legendary Fishman right, Universal Soldier right. Oh, and
2: I wanted to get Starlight, Starbright right. Correct. And you wanted and to get a. Know. This is the
0: only place in the world you can want to get a right answer and just let that happen. Um, so you know that Wake of Death was a movie. I
2: want it. Yeah.
0: the The remaining cards for the the listeners at yeah. home are scapegoat and Dragon Eyes. And Lauren has already written down that scapegoat is a movie and Dragon Eyes is a Yu Gi Oh card. So now the question is: Does she keep that answer or switch them?
2: Well, Scapegoat would be a really they, funny they Yu-Gi-Oh card, wouldn't I, it?
0: At this point, they can't both be the same thing.
2: Right. Yeah, fuck it. Let's switch them up.
0: So you're going to say that Scapegoat is a Yu-Gi-Oh card yeah. and Dragon Eyes is a movie.
2: Yeah, because if I get it wrong, I can just say I wanted it to be right the first
0: time. <laughs> <laughs> well, first just off, kidding. I, am, I am offended that you would take advantage of my niceness. <laughs> Jimmy is playing us out. Lauren, you have gotten both of them correct.
2: Now. Now I have, after switching them. Scapegoat. Oh, I, we have a timer.
0: Scapegoat is a Yu-Gi-Oh card, and Dragon Eyes is a Jean-Claude Van Damme film. That means, Lauren, your final score out of six possible points is five.
2: Which shouldn't be possible bum, in this bum. game.
0: Uh, You got five out of six, <laughs> I didn't, though. You're you nice. Four You're and a half. nice, but I got you two. You got four and a half. In reality. Half. Uh, I, got,
2: I got two of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll give you some leeway there. All right. All right. Yes, right. Thank you for playing kind. along. That was Yugi or not. We will now move in to the next.
2: Us, write in if you enjoy the new rules where I get to decide my score. Wait, wait, I sent it to legendary like <laughs> fisherman. <laughs> Yes, let's oh, yeah. talk about Legendary Fisherman real quick because Mako's Lauren dad. took the
0: time to describe that card. As a reminder, what Lauren has described <laughs> is... Uh, it must be. I think, yes, yes here it is. The Gorton's... Uh, I, I always forget how to spell it. It's G-O-R-T-O-N. You know... Gorton's Fish.
2: The exact image in my mind is this one.
0: Ooh, yes. Literally yes, yes, yes. the one We're where he's this.
2: got the um, oh. the steering wheel. Whatever you call that. It's a
1: fish the, guy. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah it's the, the fish sticks fish guy.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, where he's where he's sort of at the helm Trusted since eighteen forty nine of, of the ship. You know um,
2: he's my legendary fisherman. <laughs>
0: the actual legendary fisherman, Lauren, I, I oh, I'm sorry to tell you, is maybe the exact opposite. <laughs>
2: Oh, how was i so wrong the
0: actual legendary fisherman what's is this eyes? tattooed white-eyed gentleman uh riding a killer whale oh, wielding man. jimmy i've just noticed look at the harpoon the that fuck? he's wielding what's he got on there is it a butt plug <laughs> was this censored it was is this censored. a censored harpoon it's, oh. of- it's got a little like Lollipop wrapper on it. Yeah,
1: it's yeah, got it lollipop like a wrapper. Lollipop. I just looked it up, and I just scrolled down the page here, and it is censored. Here's the actual card art.
0: It shows this dick.
1: Oh, has like a regular harpoon. harpoon end. Yeah. Why did? Why was it censored? How are you supposed to hunt fish with just like a lollipop?
0: <laughs> just bop them over the head. That must have been it. That honestly must have been it. Was like the the only way that I can see that alligator sword and like fucking like dudes with guns are still in this this uh, this game, but this harpoon gets censored is some like anti fishing lobby Yeah. reached out and was like, no, you cannot condone Don't put that on there. Over overfishing or whatever. Didn't
2: they censor guns in one of them? Oh, yeah. In the cartoon,
0: they do. Yeah, yeah. but they there's turn like, into like there's a
1: pointing fingers. Yeah, <laughs> stop right there's there. There's a card
0: called like Barrel Dragon that's literally just a dragon made of guns.
1: Oh, they turn him into like what did they turn him into? They turned him into like cyber a laser, laser guns. Gun. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Even though it's clearly like but that's all he a is. revolver. Right. Damn, so they, don't, cool they don't they don't censor
0: the the card art as often, it it seems. But yeah, so that's that's legendary fisherman. That's the actual wow. legendary. That's why I wanted to I wanted to ask. Got it way wrong. <laughs> uh, all right, well Hold let's on. move into the f- I, oh,
1: sh- oh during the segment oh. I looked up starlight star bright and I think it has my favorite card yes. art oh, of yeah. the whole of every card we've seen. Look at this.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, it is very. It's very oh. interesting. It's um, it's a p- sort of peaceful, like almost pastoral landscape, uh, on the moon. Some kind of like mm. with oh, all, like a... planetoid.
2: Yeah, curved surf curved horizon.
0: With the planets from uh the Kirby games oh. off in the distance. Yeah, are these like they the
1: freaking are, Dragon they? Balls?
0: <laughs> and then there's a there's like a little tree growing up out of this planet with uh, similar little balls with stars on them growing as oh. as fruit. And it looks like one of them has just like popped and there's little fireworks coming out of it.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: I think these little planetoids are like um, the power levels that are listed on the cards.
0: <gasps> they are. Oh. Jimmy, they are.
1: <laughs> They're red so spheres with the little like, I love Kirby that. stars
0: on them. Yeah, yeah. they are. Oh, I love that. I That's quite nice. There, and
1: then, it it's so peaceful and calming.
0: And there's a there's a little yellow sort of robot person. Yeah, a little
2: yeah, robot, little robot bud.
0: That's very nice.
2: That was nice.
1: I feel soothed.
2: Me too.
0: Good. Well,
2: After my poor performance.
0: Now that we have all taken a moment to breathe, let's get slightly upset. As we move into the final segment of the show, it's time for the monster bracket. Yes, that's right. Every week, we take two monsters from season two, and we pit them against each other in a fight to the finish to determine who, or what, or why, is the <laughs> ultimate champion. Oops.
2: I don't think we have ever decided why.
0: <laughs> why is maybe not the question we should be asking. Uh, this week on the show, we have two fighters that we have seen before. I don't know how this lineup is going to go. In one corner, it's the unfriendly Amazon. Oh, God. And facing off against the unfriendly Amazon in the opposite corner is everyone's favorite balloon demon, Kisatai.
1: This is the one that you were going to show Lauren.
0: Yeah, so let's start with the unfriendly Amazon. The unfriendly Amazon is a level 4 Earth Warrior effect monster with 2,000 attack and 1,000 defense. She is unfriendly. Oh, Kisatai is a level two dark fiend effect monster with 300 oh, attack no. and 800 defense. And the sounds that you're hearing from Lauren is me pulling oh, up the picture. No. Lauren, let's start here. How would you describe Kisatai? Just
2: looks. Um, Bad. It's bad. bad. Mm-hmm. It's not good. Kisatai looks like something you would have to take a pill to get upsetting. out of your intestines. Yes, it does look like that. And it's flipping me <laughs> off.
0: It does seem <laughs> to have a hand on one end and it does seem to be giving us the bird. It looks it's like though, it's, doesn't it? I, it's, just, like it. it's just pointing. It's it doing It's doing like... like sort of a weird like slanted point. It is it doing... Looks... Sorry. Go ahead. It's doing Waluigi's taunt from Mario Tennis. Oh, That's
2: yeah. It
1: now I can't help but picture Kisa Tai going... Wah!
2: <laughs> it looks like one of those inflatable tube-dancing men, but from hell. Oh, wow. Yes. Waving but and from actual...
1: Tube man?
2: Yes, but from literal actual hell.
1: Now, I'm picturing Kisatai just going, and every time it flies up, it like, <laughs> gives you the double bird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of awesome, actually. Now,
0: the only thing worse than looking at this picture of Kisatai is seeing Kisatai in the television oh, God, series. Yeah. Because here, Kisatai looks to be sort of purple... And like partially translucent Which is bad because you see it has Sort of a spectral skeleton Mm -hmm. But in the show It is completely opaque A brighter pink One might Mm. even say flesh tone And bumpy One might It
2: looks bumpy on the card You can see the little bumps Pimply Yeah they look like boils
0: Gross (laughs) Jimmy has sent us a picture (laughs) Of (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, Sailor Moon characters! No, it's pop team bird. epic. Pop team epic. Pardon me. It looks like Sailor <laughs> Moon on the left there. Uh, yeah, that's that's what well, it feels like. Just a big old, just big old deuces. They um, didn't
2: censor that, huh? Nope. I know it's 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 the first finger. It's not the middle finger. But, but the
0: hand is drawn in such a way. It that really looks like it. So, uh, Jimmy, you might need to pull up the card text on Kisatai for me, because it's not showing up here on the no, Yu-Gi-Oh card database. But Kisatai, if I remember correctly, straps itself boa constrictor style to another card. Of course it does. And steals life from them and gives it to the card owner, if I'm remembering correctly.
1: When your opponent's monster attacks this card and face down defense position, the card becomes an equipped spell card. Equipped the attacking monster. During each of your opponent's standby phases, increase your life points by half of the attack of the monster equipped with this card.
2: Mm.
0: So it's a good card. It has a really good effect. Is it? It's just really bad it's to look at. It's
1: just horrible it and gross and something at. that you would see in some like parasite museum in a biology textbook. Like, If you eat mm-hmm. shit you find on this, if you go out and you eat roadkill, this is what will happen to you.
2: Yeah. It has you put this out and then you die.
0: Yeah. It has demonic neon dragonfly wings
2: mm-hmm. on its head. On its head.
0: on its presumably what counts as its head. Oh, that's
2: well, there's an eye. There. That's true. <laughs> Which looks like it's bleeding.
1: It has I it's, know lo- it's like, it looks like the um it looks like the, the Zelda eye.
2: It does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: The Sheikah oh,
0: eye. It yeah. does look like the chic eye, exactly. So contrast that with the other card, unfriendly Amazon. The unfriendly Amazon uh, she looks... She does look
2: pretty unfriendly. She does She's look... like facing away from the... She is so not... unfriendly, she won't
0: even look at the camera. <laughs> she,
1: yeah. uh, she is not having it. She is not interested she in has you.
2: branches growing out of her boobs. I think no, that's her Oh
0: no, that's the hair tie. It's so long that it's come around the other side of the body.
1: Scarf ribbon.
0: It does sort of line up with the nipply region. (laughs) In an
1: unfortunate way.
2: Nippular area.
1: I like her sword though. Her sword looks like It's a
0: good
2: sword. um, what we can do Soul Caliber. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I think I'm a little sad that they cropped the sword where they did. Because I wish that I saw more of the blade. Yeah. But also, if we saw less of the blade, it would just look like a dildo. Mm.
2: Hmm.
0: But, Jimmy, you, this may just be me hearing what I want to hear, but you did just say Soul Caliber, yeah. right? Because that was the first thing that I thought mm-hmm. when I saw this card. And I think I might have even said it the last time that it came up. Like... I see this card, and I hear in my head, a soul still burns. (laughs) Yes, she
1: looks like a soul-caliber character.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, The card text on the unfriendly Amazon says, offer one of your monsters on the field as a tribute excluding this monster during each of your standby phases. If you cannot, this card is destroyed. Monsters used for a tribute summon or that are offered as tributes due to their other card's effects are excluded.
1: That's kind of a shitty effect. So,
0: it's kind of shitty. You have this card out, and it actively repulses your other cards. <laughs> She's so you unfriendly that all your, other, your cards. other
1: cards are so offended that they leave.
2: Why would you have that card It's if it's bad for you? I think... I mean, if we're talking the
0: actual like like strategy of the game, yeah. I think what this is is it's meant to be an early game card. Because this is a this is a four-star card, which means that you can play it without having to tribute summon anything. Or without having to sacrifice anything, I mean. Uh, so you can play it as soon as you draw it, really. And it has 2,000 attack, which like isn't terrible for a four-star card. So it's mostly just a, you know what, we're early game. I have this card. I don't have any other monsters out on the field yet. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Here's my first like relatively powerful card. Maybe I can get a swing in right and then you can sacrifice it to summon something stronger
2: yeah but why does it make you discard your other cards
0: because it's unfriendly it's not a good it's an unfriendly amazon I
2: I don't think it's a very good mechanic no I think we have to give it to the parasite thing kisatai
1: is much more useful I will say that
0: that's kind of also and
2: also it's upsetting and I like that (laughs) about (sighs) it so
0: it's so upsetting
2: it's very upsetting. I don't know why it that's has really,
1: to be but so, that's the like, only iridescent and like slimy looking.
0: It has like, um, and this may just be the way that the eye, like head thing is kind of like tilted, it has kind of like a punk vibe to mm-hmm.
1: me. It's the way it's yeah, looking at you it's it's and the way it's like off. gesturing with its finger. It's like a really disgusting Sonic the Hedgehog. He's got some attitude. Yes. To yeah uh, uh, It does have a Just imagine the thing. finger wagging at you.
0: That's what it is.
2: And you know, Sonic also has mono-eye, so... That's, that's true.
0: Oh, that's very true.
1: Distant relative That's of partly Kisatai
2: what's giving tie. you that vibe. Sonic
1: the Hedgehog.
0: Sonic yeah, the Yeah, it tracks. Are we, are we going to see baby tied now?
2: <sighs> it also has that background that we love to talk oh, yeah. about. The very bad uh, like 2002 Photoshop. The swirly background. Photoshop
0: posterized cloud effect with yeah. a swirl. Yeah. I remember learning how to do this effect in Photoshop mm-hmm. as like a kid and being so stoked to make my own I album. I don't think art.
2: Photoshop was out when you were a kid. Well when I say kid, I mean this like paint. I mean
0: like twelve, thirteen.
2: Okay.
1: Photoshop was out in the nineties.
2: Was it? Yeah.
0: It just wasn't widely used. Oh. I was a cool kid with Photoshop six.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, this Photoshop effect is the Photoshop equivalent of like Using Papyrus font.
2: Yeah, yes. it really is. Yep,
0: Yep, and it was on everything in the 90s. Yeah, it was. Okay, well, I think I hear that we're giving it to Kisatai. I mean,
2: yep. there's really
1: no competition, just in terms of like. Kisatai
2: mechanics. is m- morally and emotionally upsetting, <laughs> but unfriendly Amazon is just boring.
1: Yeah, there's nothing terribly... Yeah,
2: which is a worse
0: crime.
1: Yeah. There's nothing terribly um, compelling about the unfriendly Amazon.
2: No. And Kisatai is compelling, I think, for the wrong reasons, but at least right. it's compelling.
1: In terms of how freaking nasty it is to look at.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like intestinal parasite.
2: How, how bad and sad it makes you. To look
0: at. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congratulations, Kisatai. You are moving on to the next round of the battle city bracket, uh, Jimmy. I am very excited for what this means, though. I did realize that this is a possibility when I first set up the bracket, but I didn't know if it would come to fruition. The next time we see Kisatai... going up against it Ginsu? is going to go up against. It's going up against Jimmy. All right,
1: that'll be uh, just like in the in the show.
0: Yeah, exactly like in the show. We are going to have to pick between this weird intestinal demon and hellraiser
1: which of these horrible horrifically upsetting cards do we hate the least
0: (laughs) i'm so excited i'm so excited but next week uh we're gonna have worm drake versus Vorse raider so that might actually be another interesting discussion because they're two fairly boring cards <laughs> that I don't care for, so we'll we'll see which one. Is I immediately left. thought
2: I it when far. you said
1: Vorce Raider is like wow, Vorce Raider. I don't care about Vorce Raider.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: let's see, let's see. So, okay, how did they make it this far? Um, oh, that's because Worm Drake went up against flying fish, which it is what you're picturing.
2: That's before I showed up and helped you realize the the things, because I probably would have picked a flying fish.
0: You might have picked a flying fish. A uh, reader went up against a card called pinch hopper, which again
2: sounds dirty
0: is what you're picturing. What? <laughs> no, it's a bug. It's like a it's like a grasshopper.
1: Oh, I, it was so unappealing that I just completely forgot what pinch hopper was for a second. Yeah, it's that little grasshopper. Guy. And we
0: both and we both looked at it. We were just like. It's a bug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The other thing a wins. Bug. Okay. Literally yeah. anything else wins. <laughs> so there we go. Cool. So that's how they got this far. And uh oh, yeah, they might stay in it for a bit, but we'll see. Anyway, so Worm Drake versus Force Raider is next. The next episode that we're going to be doing is, let's see, season two, episode 32, Let the Finals Begin. Finally. Finally. For all
1: this battle city, we're finally get nearing the end. Maybe. <laughs> well,
0: Jimmy, <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to break it we to you. So that's episode 32. We're
1: near the end of the season, though, are we?
0: Uh, We're nearer than we have been. <laughs> Closer every time. <laughs> uh, There are 48 episodes in this season.
1: Too many Christmas.
0: So that's 16 more episodes to do. Uh, and there's a few multi-parters in here, but for the next couple of episodes, at least, uh, oh, pardon me, for the next episode is a single episode, and then it looks like we have a three-part that I think we can probably do all in one. Okay. So, for those playing along at home, go, uh, go watch Let the Finals Begin, and we'll talk about that next week if you want to get in touch with us in the meantime please uh go email us at youactivatedmypodcast at gmail.com follow us on twitter and instagram at yampod that's y-a-m-p-o-d go to our website heart of the dot cards uh since lauren's here i'll say listen to our other podcast Eggcentric.
2: Eggcentric. that's
0: egg hyphen centric or at podcast about egg on twitter <laughs> uh, our third episode will be coming out uh Egg-isode. Uh, this next this sunday
2: weekend. no it's ne- i think it's next
0: really well let's check the calendar okay it is coming out <laughs> Absolutely. uh and it's very good so this the the most recent episode that we released uh was all about uh now i'm trying to remember i edited it and everything uh is it about was about egg? Uh, it is about egg they're all about egg uh we talk about uh hash or scrambles mm. that was the
2: first episode
0: uh, no, the first episode was hard boiled eggs.
2: Oh yeah, that's true. No, you're right.
0: Because of, because of our release schedule here, sometimes we forget what we talked about because we just talk about egg well, yeah. until we, until we stop and then episodes and come out eventually.
2: Believe it or not, Tyler and I also have personal conversations about eggs. So we may have talked about something, but it hasn't yet made it onto the
0: podcast. Exactly. So this week I talk about uh, hash or scramble recipes and Lauren talks about the largest egg
2: I think you're right. I think it does come out this weekend. Then, I think it does. I think it does.
1: Well, that's exciting because you know what else comes out this weekend? Uh, it's finally the limit on our hens to stop being on medicated ah. feed, and I'll be able to start eating uh, our own eggs from right yeah. in the backyard. Hooray!
0: Well, we will have to have you on the show to talk about what it's like to eat your own eggs. Not I mean, my your eggs, chickens. <laughs> Your, your chickens. You know what I meant. <laughs>
1: face Lauren just made is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what it's like to All have right. homegrown eggs. Yeah. Far- fresh, like farm to table doesn't get any farmer or table or than this. right outside, <laughs> talk to a chicken Could that not- I personally know, and take their egg and eat it.
2: <laughs> I personally know. Ooh, if we
0: could if we could interview the chicken, that would be a really oh. good episode. I
2: think.
1: You know, I could probably go out there with some kind of microphone and get you some audio of the chickens clucking at me.
0: <gasps> there we go. There we go. All cackling, right. So, if right? you want to listen to that <laughs> cackling,
2: we talk about that. That's a noise they make. If you want
0: to listen to that, that is uh, egg hyphen centric. Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Sandwich computer slash egg is a website for that. Before we go, I have this in my notes and on the show notes every week, but I also really want to bring it up this week. We make this show for free for a lot of various reasons, but we really encourage you if you are the kind of person that likes supporting uh, art that you consume, uh, podcasts that you consume, if you're the kind of person that wants to be a, a patron of audio medium, please take your money and spend it places that can actually use it. Give it to charitable organizations that are doing good work, especially in the States right now, especially with All the shit that's going on there. Uh, Trans Lifeline is doing a lot of amazing work. Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is doing amazing work. Prevent Cancer Foundation is doing amazing work. Uh, Yellowhammer Fund, Planned Parenthood, all those things. Go find a cause that you care about and give them the money that they need. Because Lord knows our government is not giving it to them. So uh, make that happen. All right. Next week, we'll be back on our grind. We're going to be talking about the next episode. Until then,
1: your monsters are just like your movies, second rate and not around for very long.